Bum, 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 bum. I just love the music, and I love welcoming you to another episode of the Chase Jarvis Live Show here on Creative Live. You guys know the show. This is where I usually sit down with the world's top creators, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders, and I unpack their brains to help you live your dreams and career and hobby and life. And you also know that every once in a while, I change it up, as I'm going to do today. I got something a little bit different for you. Um, but I think you're going to find equal or maybe even more valuable than the normal format. Um, as you may or may not know, I have a YouTube show on my uh, slash Chase Jarvis YouTube channel. It's full of like very tactical stuff. It's me sharing my personal stories about the challenges that I've seen in response to questions and along you know your journey. I've generally, in, we're all in this together. There's so many things that we share. And for every time you think you have a question that no one else has, there's probably a million people who have that question. Um, and I'm telling you why I want to do this show today in you know, I got off stage at a keynote that I gave not too long ago and several people in line there and the sort of the meet and greet were like, I love the daily creative. It's so awesome. You know, how can I get that in audio format? And I was like, you know what? That is a great idea. So you asked for an audio version and I want to tell you that here it is. If by the way, you like what you hear and you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, uh, why don't you take a, take a visit over there, youtube.com slash Chase Jarvis, and I'm going to start playing my responses, or their questions, and some of my responses on this show right now in three, two, and wait, wait, actually, before we do, a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, before we get into today's episode, I got a favor to ask. I've got a new book out. It's called Creative Calling, and of course, I would love for you to pick up a copy or two or ten. But here's why. This is not about a transaction. Of course, I want to sell as many books as I can, but this isn't about my bank account or the publisher. This is about a message and a movement. This is about the fact that there's creativity inside of every person and that if we understand that we each can harness this creativity and use it to channel uh, our, our creativity, not just to make things on a daily basis, yes, that's valuable, but to be able to create the living life that we want for ourselves and ideally for those around us. And right now, everyone has someone in their life who either doesn't identify as a creator or for whom they could use a bump, a nudge, a little bit of a push around their creative calling in life. And it's my hope that this book, I've put everything I have into this book, everything. And if you could help me be the messenger for this by delivering them a copy of the book, um, picking up a copy uh, yourself, and of course, sharing that you are reading this book um, with your audience, that would mean everything to me. It's so important that we rally as a community around the ideas that we believe in. And this is my ask to you. So thank you very much. And now, okay, now let's get into today's episode. Chase, what's up? It's Eric. What's up, Eric? Uh, here's the scenario. Uh, I have a client that I shot a small commercial shoot for last year. And it's really well. They love photos. Um, I'm going back again and shooting for them again this year, doing roughly the same type of shoot, adding a couple of small things, but uh, I think last year I didn't quite charge enough based on what I ended up doing in post. So I'm trying to up the price a little bit. What are ways right. to kind of get them I got it. to talk value to them? Sweet. 
Eric, thank you for your question. It's a good one. I think you are not alone. I know that let so many people, this is a very popular question that I've answered because it has to do with making a living and a life that is making money as a creative. And we gotta, we gotta make that no longer a dirty word or a dirty thought. So Eric, I hear you, you, you you've, here's what it sounds like. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make a couple of assumptions because that's what I have to do since you're not here in person that you just gave them a flat fee, you did some work, and so it's all kind of jumbled into a thing, it's a price, and they've come back to you and say, I want another photo shoot, and you priced it as a photo shoot for $1,000. Here's what you have to do, you have to, well, there's, uh, I could talk about a lot of things, I'm gonna, um, I'll start with first thing first, which is detail, or separate out the cost of the production, the cost of your creative fees, and the cost of the post-production as different pieces of the puzzle. That way, if someone says, you know, hey, a photo shoot isn't a photo shoot isn't a photo shoot. That's like, if someone says, I wanna build you a house, or if someone asks, can you build me a house, there, there can be a one bedroom, 200 square foot house, or there can be a 50 bedroom, you know, 500,000 billion dollar billion mansion. And you have to find a way of differentiating those things. So first and foremost, what is, it, what is the production, what are the production parameters? And as those things grow, the price scales accordingly. Now, for you as a creative, I don't, I don't recommend you just be a time thing, like my day rate is or my hourly rate is, because that, allow, that undermines your ability to charge high prices later on. So I would say my creative fee is X, and that there's all kinds of like years of practice and knowledge and skill that go into that creative fee. And then like, I'm just hearing what you, you asked about post-production, like there's more post, I spent too much time in post-production. Make post-production scalable, as in if they wanna make changes, changes cost more money, and you need to be upfront about that. Changes in scope will, will, will incur changes in fees. Now, that's, I think that is a great answer in and of itself, but I, I, there's something else that's going on, which is this, try and expand clients the, 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 the amount you're able to charge is as you do more, as you expand services, for example, you, I think you said you had a photo shoot. If, if you can go to them and say, hey, if you'd like to add video, I can you know, bring in my second assistant who's a videographer and he can shoot over my shoulder or whatever. That's adding services to the same client. Now here's, that's, I think that's another huge win for you. Chalk that up. That's a way to get more out of the same shoot. Um, thing three, which is I think maybe the most critical, maybe I should have started with this one, but I didn't, so, uh, and I've made videos about this before, but since uh, we're on the topic, I'm gonna give it to you super, I'm gonna give it to you real straight, my friend. Uh, it is this, you're never gonna take a client that's a $50 client and turn them into a $5,000 client or a $50,000 client. It just doesn't happen. And there's this belief that we have someone like, oh my God, I can, look at once you become the $500 photographer, and people will fight me on this, I'm right, I'm right. Ignore any comment that says, no, no, I, I made all these clients go from a $500 client to a $50,000 client, you didn't. Or you're the, you're the needle in the haystack, it's not a good business practice. Once someone pays you $500, you're never gonna be the $50,000 photographer, because if they $50,000, are you gonna go to the person who did it for $500? You know how many times that happens to me? Zero. Well, first of all, I would never do things for $500. But when you're starting out, like I, I get the temptation to believe that you can change them. But what you need to be doing is like, I need to go get a different client because trying to spend the time to make that, make something that never happens, happens, that's a waste. 
So go get different clients. And when you walk in the door there, you can be the $5,000 or the $10,000 photographer or uh, video, yeah, photographer. This is very critical. If you want more detail on this, you can look it up, uh, charge, you know, whatever. You know how to search on the internet. All right. I think that was a great question. Great question to start with. I'm very happy that I was able to answer it in three parts, thrice. Um, Finn, I think that was a good answer. What do you think? Question number one, check. All right, let's, gonna, let's move on. Question number two on The Daily Creative. So my name's Kelly Bates. Uh, I'm from Toronto in Canada. Um, and I'm actually a graduating design student, graphic design. Um, and I kind of do a lot more than just graphic design. And I was kind of looking just at oh, how I would frame that to potential employers or potential uh, clients, for example, maybe in freelance or whatever. Um, but I tend to do a lot of design work. And also one of my main passions is actually music production. Um, and I'm kind of trying to look for work that I could combine both if possible or um, combine different fields like photography and stuff as well. So uh, if you have any advice for someone coming out of school who's kind of doesn't know how to frame uh, what they're doing, um, that'd be great. Um, my name is Kelly Bates. All right, Kelly, he's, Kelly, give us your coordinates. Kelly from Canada. Uh, I appreciate the question. I... I got, I got, the advice is kind of hardcore. <laughs> if you, well, it, there's two sides of the coin and it may sound a little bit confusing, but I do not want you to try and be two weird things that people that don't normally go together as you're starting your career. The reality is that we're all a bunch of hyphens. Like I'm a photographer, I'm a director, I've authored some best-selling books, I'm an entrepreneur here at Creative Live. Like, but that is also something that has transpired over a long career arc. And when you master, like focus on mastering one thing and being so well-known for that thing that it's both easy to learn a new thing because you've, you've figured out what it takes to master something and you can leverage your, your network or your fans or your customers into future things. So. I encourage you first and foremost, I say first and foremost a lot, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say less first and foremost. I encourage you to become great at one thing. I encourage you to focus. Now, here's this, this is the part that, usually that's where answers stop, uh, you know, when you have an expert and they're answering your question. Here's where my answer is different. I definitely want you to make money on the side as an audio engineer. But if what you want to do is be a visual designer, Put all of your energy in your, into, into the, the brand of the thing that you want to be known for. If someone comes along and says, hey, will you, you know, if I pay you a thousand bucks, would you, you know, master the song for me or, or whatever? You should say yes, because that's making money as a creative. That's, you're, you're, you're learning about invoicing and customer relationships. But here's the deal. As soon as you, if you make like a thousand bucks or something, don't get sucked into, you know, that career or, or just doing a bunch of that, if this, is, if this is your thing, take the money, do the thing, put it in your pocket or spend it on the thing that you want to be and become. New websites, advertising, Facebook paid, new gear, whatever the thing is, that's what you want to take that money. Now, same thing. Um, if, if someone says, shoot a wedding, great, you, want to, you, know, you said you were a photographer. And you can get paid twenty five hundred bucks for a Saturday to shoot your wedding. God, do that because twenty five hundred bucks that may that that's creating a lot of leverage in this other thing. But 
Don't then say, great, I'm gonna have this section of my website or I'm gonna have this separate website where I'm also a photographer on the side if that's not what you want to be. So, in summary, don't try, and, and one more, like, I do not think you should position, this is positioning, that's what this is. I do not think you should position, listen to me. I do not think you should position yourself as the designer slash music guy. That's like the, the wedding photographer who also shoots drag racing. That's like, it's just, no one hires those people. It's, it's weird. But over time, you can, you, can, you can build that aspect of your career. You can become known for that thing. Or if you're designing something and experience walking into a retail store and they say, God, if we just had some great music, you can say, oh, I'm actually a music producer. That was one of the things I went to school for or whatever. Let me cut some beats for you. And then that's a service that you can add. But don't try and be this weird thing. It's like, like being a drag racing or a photographer who shoots weddings and drag races. Like you don't want to actually be that. Over time, you will find a niche and you, will, you can bake into your niche as your, your, your career, your success arcs out. You can become more and more and more specialized. I think you should pick what you want to do, be great at it, do other things on the side, put that money in your pocket and stay the course. Thank you very much. I'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. All right, that about wraps it up. But uh, hey, before you bounce, two quick things. Um, actually, I'm going to go three quick things. Thing one, A, thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you, you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we're able to have a conversation is awesome. I feel uh, honored to be in your ears right now and that uh, you've paid attention to what I've been doing, what Creative Live has been doing for some time. And whether it's been a day or 10 years, I just want to say thank you. It's also really important to know on the backside of that that I, I do a lot of responding to comments. So so hit me up, on, you know, direct message me on, on Instagram or Twitter or at me. I try and respond as much as possible. So let's have a conversation that transcends me just being in your ears here. Let's try and do it some, somewhere out there in, on the internet land. That's thing one. Thing two, again, I'm not quite sure what channels you pay attention to me and my work, but please go check out. I'm at Chase Jarvis or slash Chase Jarvis or whatever on all the platforms. And it's really important to me. Also, if you wouldn't mind checking out Creative Live, it's something that not only myself, but 120 other committed, hardcore, badass people come to work every day uh, to build the place where creators and entrepreneurs learn. So check that out. They're just slash creative live or at creative live all over out there on the internet. All right. Until again, uh, probably tomorrow. I hope I'll hear you. I'll be in your ears maybe tomorrow and I'll look for your comments on the internets. Bye.